Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. For me, he needs no real introduction. A man I had many battles with. A man that is built like an absolute brick. Can't say it again. A man with a resume that even if I tried to talk about will need the whole three hours. 124 tests, 67 tries. Springbok legend, Brian Habana. Brian! Thanks for joining us. How are you, my friend, and how's retired life treating you? Israel Jamal Akuhata Dag. Um, I am <laughs> well, champion. Um, yeah, yeah, retired life. Uh, not treating me as well as, as I see it's treating you. Um, the pounds flying in over on your side. Uh, but uh, life <laughs> has been, been really good. It's, it's, it's weird not being involved physically in, in the sport we love but it's great to still be involved in a capacity uh, from a sports broadcasting point of view so so really good man hey man i must say you're doing really really well we're joined by uh, my good friend baz mccullum here but mate obviously you only finished in 2018 you had a hell of a career you must be very very proud of how that went like i said you've played that many tests you've scored so many tries do you ever sit back and reflect yeah easy i think um, much like yourself, probably didn't finish the way I wanted to, unfortunately. And there's not many dream endings mm. like Richie McCaw or, or Johnny Wilkinson or the Beast and Toarira that you know win trophies or World Cups um, in, in their last game. Um, I mean, I, I, my last oh, season, yeah. I tried as hard as nails to, to get back and you know have have a bit of a crack again. But through injury and favouring Galtier, that just didn't like me. Um, just never managed to to play in the park again. So. I actually didn't realize that the, the, the last time I stepped off the field was going to be the last time. And yeah, it's, it's sad not, not going out on, on how you imagined, but you know, reflecting and looking back in my career you know, through the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, extremely grateful to have taken some awesome memories, um, you know, made some incredible friendships around the world and you know, given the game as much as I could have given and hopefully in so doing, uh, in leaving the jersey in, in a better state than what I, what I received it because I think that's, you know, that's the main thing that, that we try to do when you, know, when you become an international rugby player. You, you, you reach the pinnacle of, of realising that dream um, and for that time I'm extremely grateful. Mate, you're an absolute champion. You're you're a humble man, and that's why you're one of the fan favourites. Um, well, you had a great career, mate. You're just holding back, so so be proud. But um, I want to talk to you about this Lions series, mate. It's it's been a different build up. Obviously, Springbok players feel them getting COVID, not ideal. But this is shaping up to be an absolute doozy with the Lions and the Springbok squads have just been named. Yeah, we hope it's we hope it's firecracker stuff. I think there's been so much 
off-field uncertainties, hurdles that have had to be overcome. And, and again, I think there, there's many people out there, you know, could it have happened in the UK, could it have happened in Australia. Um, potentially the only viable option was to push it out four years. Um, you'll know that it's difficult to call it a Lions tour without the traveling fans. So it's going to be very different from anything that we've seen before. And, you know, this last 18 months has, has taught us that uh, from a South African perspective in particular, you know, we've had some civil unrest and looting and um, other things that, you know, is potentially putting the series at the back of everyone's mind. But hoping that, you know, come Saturday and, and that, like I said, the few squads that have been announced, there is something in terms of solace for a brief period of time that, that we can take out of it. Uh, I think we all understand the power that sport has to play, but given these times, you know, given the you know, the distractions around us, um, it is it is difficult. But like I say, it is a crackerjack series ahead. I think the, you know, the fun and games and what's happened over the last three weeks is all done and dusted now. And the return of the mercurial talisman that is Alan Jones, who I think Izzy, you know, we all vicariously <laughs> living through. Um, you know, yes, it, please. It definitely adds, adds a little bit more spice to the series. But yeah, cracking squad's name. The Springboks have only played one game together since, you know, since the World Cup final in 2019. So hoping they, they got enough in the tank to, to see a, a pretty strong Lions outfit out. Hey, mate, I'll touch on that because there's been a lot of chat about the Springboks only playing once in the last couple of years. But I don't actually believe that because a lot of these players are playing in Europe. So they are rugby fit. And what we saw in that Springboks A side, which is pretty stacked, then they can actually match it up. And I think they'll be very, very strong coming into the series. Yeah, I agree with you. I think individually the players have been playing you know, high-quality rugby across the park and they'll probably be relying heavily on the connections they've made over the course of the last two, three years as a team. You know, that backline is the exact same backline that you know, won the World Cup in, in 2019. Mm. A couple of guys out injured in, in the forwards and one or two bolter selections and in the front row in particular, which goes against the team I thought Rusty and Jock Nienaba would go with. And like I said, I think from a South African standpoint, you know, fully believing that the boys can go out and do it. Um, I think the Lions did show in the last 20 minutes last week that they've maybe got a little bit more in the tank, but it's also at the end of a very long season mm. for, for the boys from the Northern Hemisphere. So, I mean, it, it's, it's all set up to be a great, you know, a great crack on Saturday. I just think, you know, without the fans, without experiencing the Lions Red Army, um, I think mentally these players have just, you know, shone because you and me both never, ever had to play without crowds. And I just think, you know, that mental challenge and, and knowing what these players have had to overcome with the COVID situation, self-isolation, and, you know, still be prepared to represent your country and do it with pride. Yeah, massive respect for the boys. Well, mate, I was not a showboater like you. I can do a backwards flip if I even tried after scoring tries. So, uh, you know, it would look a bit different if there was no crowds. But um, look at this Lions side. You've played against the Lions. You know the challenges that they bring. It's a tough, tough competition, yeah? Yeah, it's, it's incredibly tough. Izzy, you know, you know, in the Southern Hemisphere, yes, the World Cup is, is the pinnacle for us as, as athletes, but, you know, there's some test centurions that have never got the fortune of, of playing against the Lions because it just falls out of that window of, of their career. And I think the scarcity of it, uh, but also the fact that we now go into the series, you know, the third time in the professional era as world champions, makes it, you know, that much spicy, along with the fact that Warren Gatton's vying to become the first Lions coach to tour the three Southern Hemisphere nations and not lose a tour. So, yeah, again, I think massive, massively privileged to, you know, to have played in a 
Lions series. Um, grateful to have won because, you know, given the history, those aren't <laughs> easy to come by, particularly if you look at the, the last uh, the last two tours in, in, in Oz and NZ. So, yeah, I think it's I think it's going to be you know, all you know all to play for. I think the boys in the Bok camp definitely want to be giving South Africa a little bit of hope in in dire times, and the Lions boys want to be you know staking their claim as as beating the world champion. So I think it's all set up to to be an absolute cracker, and I think we're all just hoping that the on-field fireworks delivers. Hey mate, I know you're happy that you won that line series. I know all the bonuses that go on behind the scenes with Eddie Des. So well done. I drew it, so I missed out on those. But anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> hey, um, I want to talk to you about Rusty Erasmus. Has he? Yeah. Ha- like for me, he has reinvigorated South African rugby. He has brought a lot of hope. You spoke about for the South African people, the hope that he brings to to the nation. Can you just say a few words of what he does and what 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 does this guy do to South African rugby? So I think just context-wise, is he for for those of that for those in New Zealand that don't know Rusty or can't remember him from his his box playing days, um, he was probably one of he was ahead of his time. I think technically, um, you know, he was an absolute student of the game, and he's taken that into into his coaching or director of rugby roles at the various places he's been at, whether it was the Cheetahs or the Stormers or Munster, uh, and you know, leading the Springboks to that twenty you know twenty nineteen Rugby World Cup trophy. I think. He thinks about the game totally different. Um, if people think they are a bookworm, um, Rassi is an absolute rugby nerd. You know, you would have probably been up at, at two o'clock last week, uh, last week Sunday, uh, getting the video analyst to, to start getting clips prepared for, for the Sunday already. So he, he's a brilliant guy who, who, who calls it as it is. You know, he doesn't beat around the bush too much. I don't want to say he's a disciplinarian, but I think he's, he's one of those guys who commands respect. Um, in his decision making, you know he's pretty brutal. Uh, you know I've, I've sort of heard some of the things that you know has been said in terms of you know if you're not training on a Monday, you're not going to be playing on a Saturday. And you know those are sort of key milestones and situations put in place that makes the players understand the value of what it is to be a Springbok. And like you say, he has invigor- invigorated you know what was you know a pretty tough time in 2016 when I was last involved and, and 2017. And you know he's brought us back to to the top table of, of world rugby, and and rightly so. So, I'm I'm thinking he's probably the most technically advanced water boy we've ever seen, and we've seen New Zealand with uh, Richard McCaw, Dan Carter, Israel, you know Israel, Dag, um, you know bringing you know bring, bring the water on. Uh, but I think I think Grass is a, a few steps ahead in terms of the technical nuance of the game. Oh, awesome, mate. Great little insight for a lot of Kiwis here about what makes Arasi Erasmus tick. And if you've got any questions, double eight, double three, we'll get those to Brian. Brian, just before you, you go, mate, I just want to talk about Cheslin Colby. Mate, he, for me, he is the best winger in the world. Can you just give us a bit more insight from one winger to another? What do you see from this guy? He's a freak. I am so happy that I did not play in the Cheslin Colby era because I would not have got to 124 <laughs> test caps. Um, and he would have made me look silly um, on, on the field. Uh, I think Ronan Agara uh, in that SAA game last week uh, absolutely termed him the Lionel Messi of rugby. I think what he's oh. produced on the field globally over the course of the last two years, two and a half years, three years, has been phenomenal. Um, I think the the way he's just not disregarded his size, but he's put people's perspective of you know being a big, physical 110 kg winger um, and 
what he means to the game is, is phenomenal. I think, you know, the excitement he brings, we always talk about the X factor, but it's almost like Cheslin brings the X, Y, Z factor to the game. Um, I think he, he is just phenomenal and rightly so that, you know, he's been seen as one of the best players in the world. You know, he's been extremely successful with mm. Toulouse. I mean, Izzy, I know you could kick, but I, I can't imagine you kicking a, a 50 meter <laughs> drop goal on, on Stade de France. No uh, way! Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, in, in, in a top 14 final. Um, I think it was a bit of luck. I don't think he, he wanted it to go, but I mean, luck aside, that was phenomenal. So he is really the whole package to think he's gone to the Olympics and, and won a bronze medal with a medal with a, with a blitz box in, in 2016. And go, like, uh, it's, he's, he's such a joy to watch, if, if we're brutally honest. Um, and I think for all of us rugby lovers, I think the respect we have is his humility off the park. Um, he's a guy who gives back yeah. to his community. You know, he came from an upbringing where there wasn't much opportunity, uh, but he's plying back and, you know, using the platform that he's been given uh, to make a, a massive difference, you know, despite all the incredible accolades that are deservedly coming his way. I think the humility that, that he brings about is, is something incredibly special. Mate, you touched, that on, touched on it right there. He is the most, um, you know, humble person ever. I've never had the chance to meet him, but from the outside looking at him, he looks so humble and relaxed, and he's all about his family. So thank you so much for those insights. Just before you go, Brian, just a re-score prediction for this weekend, please. Oh, always oh, tough. Um, I see the Springboks winning this one 24-17. Beautiful, beautiful. I'm on your page, mate. I'll follow you. If you're out there in your TAB punter, follow Brian. 24-17 score prediction. Thank you so much, Brian, for your time. I know it's late in South Africa. We appreciate it. Love to you and the family, my friend, and uh, hopefully we catch up soon. Thank you. Thanks, Izzy. Uh, Baz McCallum, just a big, big fanboying on, on the other side. I'm very gutted that Izzy didn't give me a chance to speak to you. Lots of respect, mate. Oh, he didn't <laughs> want to. <laughs> no, I was a bit nervous. I was fanboying too, so we'll call it even. But just just quickly, we do have to go in a sec, but you, well, you're, did you guys play a, a cricket rugby game as well over in South Africa, same as what we do here in New Zealand? Yeah, yeah, we, we, we created it. Uh, I think the UQE stole it, yeah. that idea from us. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. How do you go at that game? Have you had some success? Yeah, I was horrible. Uh, I, I no, I tried to bowl to Vernon Philander, who wasn't a batsman, and he hit me for four sixes in one over, Baz, so I pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Fuff Duplessis, was he playing in that game as well? Yeah, Fuff, did Fuff play? I think Fuff did play that game. Um I can't remember. Have you met a man like, who, you know, who, had, back, who wears less yeah. clothes than Faf Dupesee? I mean, given that I'm now three years retired, Baz, I mean, if I, if I had the body that Faf had at, at 37, I'd also not be wearing any clothes, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, thank you very much for joining us, mate. <laughs> Absolute cheers, champion. Cheers, Have a good one. Keep safe. Thank Thanks, you. Brian. Thank you. Oh. That was Brian Habana and... Izzy, what a great job you did there as well, mate. That was fantastic. Just such an eloquent man. You can I tell told he's you so I should have brought patriotic you Patriotic towards his country. Oh, I was nervous though, you know, like, oh, we've got to get better at this. It's just the, the cross-code sort of fanboying. We've just got to be a bit bolder, don't we? Anyway, that was 124 test Springbok. Brian Habana, absolute legendary player and a great interview from you as well, Izzy. It is 20 minutes past seven and... 
This is Baz Nizzy for breakfast. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.